Simplified Chaos, Episode 7. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, beautiful friends, we are back, or hello if this is your first time listening. I am one of your hosts, Jillian, and I'm with my husband. What's going on, folks? And today, Lucille is not with us. She is with her aunt. So thanks, Randy, for watching Lucille while we can uh, podcast. Yeah. No interruptions this time. No, and it's a beautiful day, and there's snow on the ground, so it's just a magical experience right now. When this comes out, it'll be 60 degrees here in Baltimore. I love Maryland yeah, weather. It's so crazy. unpredictable, and I love it. I love Today it. it was 11. It'll be 60 on Tuesday. So anybody, get ready for sickness. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> what are we covering today, Jill? Today's episode is all about simplifying the wardrobe. Ooh. We're going to talk about why we started, the steps we took, the benefits, and the resources we have used. I like it. Yep. Looking forward to get started on that. But before we get into that, I smell some gratitude. I love the smell of gratitude yes. in the in the afternoon. It is the afternoon. It's not the morning anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, Nicholas, what are you grateful for today? Slow Saturday mornings. Slow, slow living is the best. Yeah. So this morning, last night we determined we wanted to go to, um, it's called Bakers and Company in Annapolis. Shout out. You guys rock. Nice little bakery. Great lattes. The best croissants. Yes. Almond croissants. Check them out. Almond. But, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot to do this morning. We we got up, had a cup of coffee before we headed out. We pre-coffeed our coffee. Is it weird that we yeah. pre-drink coffee so, before we go out to breakfast? I mean, it's like remember pre-gaming? when we were in our 20s <laughs> and we were pre-game going out? You know, yeah. Let's get drunk before we go out and get drunk. So <laughs> Let's get caffeinated we got before caffeinated we get extra before we, caffeinated, so, guys. No, it was great. You know, we didn't, since we've simplified a lot of things, we don't have a lot to clean up in the mornings. And so... We chilled, had a coffee, got Lucille ready, and then headed down to Annapolis and had a very lovely breakfast, and we've really just kind of taken our time this morning. There is nothing better than a leisurely morning. Does that make sense, leisurely? Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah, it works. Slow mornings, just being able to just be and just drink coffee and look at our backyard, which is beautifully covered with snow right now, and the sun's coming up, and Lucille's just smiling at me in her little play gym. It's just... Life doesn't get better than that. It's a great morning. It is. Now we're into some podcasting. And now we are. Yes. So much fun. So what's going on, Jill? What are you grateful for? Today, I am grateful for my second grade students. Ooh. So for anyone who doesn't know, I am a full-time teacher and I teach second grade. And being with them is just so awesome. And everything that I'm learning about my personal life, like slowing things down, simplifying everything in our life i'm doing it in the classroom too and i'm being super intentional and i see the benefits with the kids and it's so cool to watch yeah just as an example we don't have a lot of things or toys in my classroom and i know some teachers probably like go to the dollar store and they buy all the things and games to keep their kids occupied like especially during like indoor recess time and we just have like these 3d wooden beads and different shapes and the kids come up with the most fantastic ideas with this simple toy. Like they create buildings, they create um, communities, they make up games, and they have all of these crazy ideas just from this one simple toy. So it just goes to show you like, less is so much more. It brings out the creativity. Like they have so many ideas and I, I don't know, it's just amazing. Like I assume, like I before I would make assumptions, like they don't know this, they couldn't do this. But once I stop making assumptions and just let them speak and ask them questions, it's like, wow, they know way more than I ever thought possible. And it's so flipping cool. And I can't wait for Lucille to be at that age where she can express in words right. her ideas and thoughts and feelings. And it's just really gratifying teaching and seeing these kids come alive with these awesome ideas with really nothing. <laughs> right. And that's actually one of my favorite parts is when you know I get home from work and we talk about our days and you bring up something that, that you did in class and that the, the kids surprised you that they didn't know how, that you didn't think that they might know how to do that. But, you know, just the questions they ask and their curiosity, I think, is just really cool. So 
they're teaching you a lot of lessons and then in turn it's teaching us lessons about parenthood. So absolutely, I'm certainly grateful for your students <laughs> as well because we're learning a lot. And I think as adults, we need to look more at kids and, and let our minds go a little bit too. And, let them and, teach and us. ask questions yes. and, and want to dig in more. So don't let your kids stop asking questions because they're just trying to grow. And it took me 10 years to realize that I need to shut up more and just let them talk and let them be curious and let them discover things instead of me trying to correct them and tell them this is the way. But you know what? They they have way better ideas than I do sometimes. So I just can't believe it took me that long to realize how to teach or more be a guide. Yeah. No, that's great, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the, the kids are certainly getting the benefit now from the way you've progressed as a teacher. So. They're, they're very lucky kids. They've taught me a lot. So thank you guys. All right. <laughs> so let's jump into today's topic. And today we are discussing simplifying your wardrobe. All the clothes, a accessories, clothes. purses, shoes. Well, maybe not purses for you. Merce? Do you want no. an Indiana no. Jones satchel? I don't even have a satchel. <laughs> I've got a backpack. Are so Although right I, am, I am considering a satchel. <laughs> you should. I want to be more professional. I like that. Yeah. I think you can find one that could fit your style and check out amazon oh, maybe this afternoon like amazon i love amazon <laughs> anyways so yeah we're going to talk about simplifying the wardrobe and I, I think my wife is going to have a little bit more to say about it than i do i'm pretty simple as it is i'm not the kind of guy who has gone out and just buys clothes all the time and buys shoes and stuff like that you're but, kind of like a natural minimalist when it comes to wardrobe all by yourself like you've always been that way and i have not so i feel like i've learned a lot more from yeah. you and now i feel like i'm becoming more like you when it comes to <laughs> fashion and wardrobe which is so weird and believe it or not i've even just over the last few months and even years i've even simplified a little bit further just based on some of the topics like you know, when we discussed decluttering uh, a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. i've even simplify my wardrobe even more. So it's great not to have a ton of clothes. And we'll talk a little bit more about the benefits from that mm-hmm. a little bit later on in the podcast. But Jill, when did you realize that <laughs> your wardrobe, I don't want to say it was out of control, but when did you feel like chaotic. you needed to start taking control of your wardrobe? I feel like I really got that punch in the face. <laughs> like get your crap together, Jill, when we moved in together. And Mm -hmm. I was going from one large closet and one, and actually two large dressers, which I've always had, even growing up, growing up as a kid, I've always had a ton of clothes. And when I had to move in with you or you moved in here, we had to share a closet and I only had one dresser. So it really was, you got to do something about these clothes, Jill. Like I can't share a closet with you and have all this stuff. And most of the stuff I wasn't even wearing. Right. I had to be honest with myself and realize yeah, I like it, but do I love it? Mm-hmm. And so that was like the first nudge to get me on track. Like, all right, let me see what I have, what I actually wear and what I don't wear. And I got to get rid of some things because I'm not going to fit my clothes comfortably, nicely in our little walk-in closet we have. Right. Well, and at the time we had, we didn't even have the walk-in closet. We had the other closet because we were in your room my original were, bedroom yeah. to begin with yeah. so it was just in one of those with the, Sorry about that. the accordion even, doors i didn't even give you space in there i had maybe a quarter of that yeah. and then we you know there, we have an that. extra bedroom in here so um some of my other clothes were in that room and then i had the dresser that i've always had um that was full of clothes and i don't believe i had anything in boxes but you know it was you know you had to make room But I think as a kid and even as a teenager growing up, I always was trained or imprinted that if you have too much things, we have to buy more to store Mm -hmm. it in instead of this is all you have. Maybe you should get rid of like subtract things. So I was always in this headspace that if you have too much stuff, you need to add more stuff to put it in instead of. You need to subtract in order to fill only right. what you have. Right, you need to have. find a new place for, for everything rather than... It took me than... a while to realize that, like, I don't have to keep buying to store all my stuff. I might be a good idea just to subtract what I have instead. Maybe that'll make my life a little easier. <laughs> because, I mean, trying to stay on top of laundry and putting away clothes and my drawers being, like, I literally would have to stuff shirts in there sometimes. It was just, it's kind of stressful. Yeah. And then yeah. most of the stuff at the bottom of the drawers is, like, I never see it. 
what's even in there. When I had to pull everything out, I'm like, I totally forgot about some of the clothes I had. And honestly, I didn't miss it, apparently, yeah. because I never wore it. I never thought about it. I remember the other day, I thought you bought new underwear. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been with you for six years, plus years, and I've never seen these before. I was like, is that new? You're like, no, they've just been at the bottom of my drawer. It's They were pretty fresh, weren't they? They, they must have been. It's like the old new. So, yeah, I just went through my underwear drawer. Man, I had underwear from like high school, like Delia's. I don't know if anyone remembered the store Delia's. I don't I don't even know if it exists anymore. I... But I had so much underwear in there and I always picked what was on top. So when I went through it, I was like, it's like shopping in my drawers. I'm like, hello, these yeah. beautiful little black underwear. I forgot about <laughs> you. And then you're like, hey, wh- what are those? And I'm like, these are actually old, <laughs> but they're fresh. <laughs> they're fr- they were new to me, so. Um, but yeah, so that was like the first... I guess, pivot to really change my wardrobe situation. That's kind of when I realized that I think I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So what steps did you initially take when you were looking to, I guess at the point, at the time it was probably reducing your wardrobe. It wasn't necessarily simplifying, but Mm. at at that time, I think it was more of a reduction of what you had. I will agree. Um, The first step was just subtracting what I had. So for me, it was just getting rid of things that I didn't wear, getting rid of things that I maybe wore once and was like, you know, I'm not going to wear this again, mm-hmm. things that it, maybe I didn't even like, things that I forgot about that were in the bottom of drawers. I said, honestly, like, if I haven't remembered you, I, I'm not going to wear you. So that was the first step was just easily subtracting things that I didn't like, it didn't quote unquote spark joy, right. and just getting rid of it. That was like the first initial step, which is pretty easy, I think. Um, and you were unconsciously thinking items spark joy because we hadn't That was read, before we yeah. read, yeah, that lovely book by... Book, which we'll mention later. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of our resources for today. <laughs> so, you know, you, you got rid of things. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I remember you struggling with were shoes. And I, I would always kind of bring up the amount of shoes that you had. And your response was always, you know, well, I do wear them, they, you know. But it was, you had, so to kind of paint a picture, you had shoes in another closet that were on one of those Mm. things that hang on the back of the door. Um, You had shoes on the floor. Um, Yeah. yeah, There was just a ton of shoes. And you, in your head, you found a way to justify keeping every single pair of shoes. I think it's still my, like, that's my one weakness when it comes to wardrobe. I think I, out of everything I have, I think shoes is still the most, but I'm slowly learning to be like you, where you'll find a pair of shoes that you love and that fit perfectly, and you wear them to death. Oh and I goodness. think that is awesome. And I always would look at you and give you a face like, uh, like who wants to do that? Yeah. Like I have so many options. It's way cooler, Nick. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I do find joy out of buying a new pair of shoes. You know, and I think the last one I bought was in Georgetown a year and a half ago. Oh, we went Those shopping black at shoes, yeah, yeah, the black boots, which were nice. But mm-hmm. you know, I have. So for me, I have a pair of black dress shoes, a pair of brown dress shoes, and then black boots and brown boots, and then two pairs of Skechers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I do have outdoor shoes. So, I mean, I can tell you off the top of my head how many shoes I have, but the two dress shoes that I have, the black pair and the brown pair, I mean, those things are probably five or six years old. I've worn them to trade shows. I wear them to work basically Mm -hmm. every day, just depending on my outfit. So I'm at that point where I do need to probably buy a new pair of black and, and brown shoes because those things i mean they have no soles left in them. I, i've worn them to, d- to death and you know they still look decent you know i can show mm-hmm. up to work and i'm still not looking like a slob but for me i know they their, their time is up shabby chic yeah but you know that's just me you know when it comes to clothes in general um you know i'll, I'll if i got i just recently transferred a new job so i did buy three new dress shirts because it's more of a business casual and I was coming from a casual environment yeah, it's a different season of life because I was in a, mm-hmm. a tech company um you know kind of more software but now I'm moved into a company that they do have a dress code and so I like to look good when I go to work especially you know when they do have a dress confident code. too and I, I, feel I'll be in front of clients clothes? and our clients yeah. are, are the kind of clients that are going to be dressed up you know mm-hmm. they're at least going to be wearing a suit jacket and, and a nice uh button shirt so you know I realized I needed to do that but you know I have just enough to get me through the week for for work and, and probably two weeks. But here's the, I guess, the biggest thing that I, I want to kind of get across when it comes to wardrobes. And I, I think maybe it's a little bit easier for guys 
to adopt this than it is for for women but you know correct me if i'm wrong i don't want to speak out of turn but most people don't give a shit what you're wearing and how many times you wear it they don't even notice it and and i think we play games with our heads Mm -hmm. saying that oh i wore this pair of pants i need to wear this you know i I wear the same pair of pants maybe twice a week three times a week just depending um and then you know one dress shirt or, or sweater for the week. So you really don't need an elaborate wardrobe. You can basically show up to work every week and have a Monday outfit, a Tuesday outfit, a Wednesday outfit. Like a uniform. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I have a little bit more than that. I have enough to get me through two weeks because I do my laundry every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Just that's, but. God, I've turned into you with clothes <laughs> and it's so awesome. But but I'm here to say right. that people are not paying attention they to what you aren't. wear. So it's our perception. We it think really that is. they notice, like, oh my God, they're gonna know I totally wore this shirt two days in a row. They don't care. Hell no. They don't notice either. And I've been wearing I'll wear the same black pair of pants like four days in a row. Why not? No one no one's paying attention. <laughs> we are so consumed in our what Facebook and, and, and Instagram and we take our pictures, but really no one's paying attention because we're in that kind of culture where it's all about me. So you're and I think that's why we we do that, and why we have to have multiple pairs of clothes is because I think that's it one does reason. something for yourself. I think before when I would sh- kind of shop mindlessly, I would buy things because you do kind of want to stay with the fad and mm-hmm. you know impress people. It's you know you want people to look at you and be like, yeah, you look good. That's a really cool shirt, and compliment you. I feel like as we've subtracted clothing out of at least in my, out of my life, I know you're already kind of minimal. I've slowly stop giving a shit what people think of what I wear. As long as I feel sexy and confident in what I'm wearing and I feel good about it, it's like, you know, I don't care. When did that start for you? Uh, When I had a baby. (laughs) So this is a pretty recent phenomenon for you. I will say having a baby has empowered me so much. And I don't know if any other moms feel that way, but after giving birth, especially unmedicated, I'm like, shit, I can handle anything. Like, I feel so, and what my body has been through... Like, no matter what it looks like, I'm just, I feel confident in the way I look now. And it's not even about the aesthetic, like what I look like. It's just how I feel. And I feel good. My right. body feels healthy. And it's kind of helped me get rid of things that don't fit my body perfectly. You know, I, I feel like I have, I'm almost like high maintenance when it comes to my clothing. Because if it doesn't fit perfectly or it doesn't make me feel as comfortable as I want to feel, it's like, no, sorry, you're not worth it. Right. If I have a pair of pants that are like this really cool color, but you know, I can't squat down without it feeling uncomfortable or, you know, it's too tight in the stomach, even though how cute the color of the pants are, which in the past I would have been like, I have to keep it because it's a unique color. Now I'm like, no, this is not, it's not realistic for me right. and my lifestyle. Like I want to feel comfortable because that's what makes me feel confident and sexy, mm-hmm. which has helped me get rid of things. Right. And I, I think, so that brings me to one of the things that I did because I was holding on to certain, and, and I think a lot of people tend to do this. They they hold on to clothing because they think they a may put on weight or b they may lose weight. Yes. And, and I want to get people to stop thinking like that. So one of the things that I did is, you know, I used to be at my heaviest. I was two forty. Uh, what did you used to call yourself? Big fatty. <laughs> Every time we look at a picture from him from like what ten years ago. All I hear is, Damn, 10 oh, years ago. I was a big fatty. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, guy. you got to give yourself some grace. And I say it in a jokingly way. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole or anything like I that. Know. But, you know, <laughs> but I held on to clothes. So right now, I, I in my shirts, I, I fit a, in a large. Um, but I had shirts in my drawers, you know, that were in XL and hanging in my closet that were in XL. And I didn't like the way that they looked on me because they were really loose. But I, I don't know if in the back of my mind, I was like, well, I haven't been working out recently. Maybe I'll be. But if, in so just in one case. day I decided, I was like, you know what? Let's just Let let's go. make sure that this shit doesn't happen. I'm going to get rid of anything that's an extra large in my in my closet. And I had three, no, four suits that I got when I was, you know, in my 230 range and they're just way too big at this point and you probably paid good money for them i paid too. great they money for them I, so it's, you know they were mm-hmm. joseph a bank now i got some really good deals on them but you know with a suit you're, you're still paying a minimum of 200 dollars per suit and then you go and get them tailored so you're you're then spending more money on, mm-hmm. on the tailor so yeah i spent good money on on four suits i was probably about a thousand dollars when you think about it but it would have been more money for me to then go get them taken in yeah. And, you know, it, to me, that's not worth it. I'd rather give that suit to somebody who's going to fit it with minimal tailoring. And, 
you know, for people who may be looking for a job and can't afford a suit. Like, so, you know, I made sure that it went to a good cause. And I feel like it's really hard for people to let go of things they paid a lot of money for. It's but very hard. Honestly, clothes are a sunken cost. And that's what makes you buy with more intention the next time and in the future. Because you think about like, is this really going to work for my life right now? Is this going to fit perfectly? Like you question so much more intentionally before you buy something instead of just willy-nilly. I'm just going to buy it because it's cool right now. It's it's the fad. But so if you have something in your life that you paid a lot of money for, but you're not using it, guys, let it go. That, that feeling of freedom and space mm-hmm. and it, it's just a weight off your shoulders. Right. So yeah. And you just, paid, you know, you, you paid for money, good money for it so that you can enjoy it at that time. And hopefully you did get some enjoyment out of it, but it's time to move on. Let someone else have enjoyment out of it. Let somebody have, exactly. There's always gonna be somebody out there who's gonna to find joy in, in, in something that you may have had. So you, I'm not saying throw it out. It doesn't have to go in the trash can. If you're not gonna use it, it's just taking up space that you could be using for something else. And it's almost, I, I know that some people may be holding on to things that Oh, one day I'll fit into it. Like, for example, like pre-baby clothes and maybe, you know, just, you just have to be real with yourself. Do you, how do you feel right now? Do you feel comfortable and confident in your body right now? Do you think that these clothes are realistically going to be good for your future? So almost thinking of your clothes that don't fit, that was the past. Can I, is this something that I want to hold on to for my future self or can I let it go? Right. Because... We have to almost think about your future self. Is this something that your future self is going to use and wear and feel confident and comfortable in? Or is this something you're holding on because you are holding on to the past? Like, right. this is something I wore when I went out with my girlfriends and I felt really sexy. But honestly, is is this something you're going to wear every day now? Right. Like, my clubbing days are over. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to the club anymore. So why am I going to be holding on to these cute little strappy tops and... You know, just things that aren't realistic for my life right now and just realizing that I want them to find a good home and I'm moving on. So practicality is Absolutely. Is just being real with yourself. Right. And being comfortable with your body the way it is now. I think, you know, I, I do look slightly different before the baby and I'm okay with it. I'm, I feel good. I feel really good. And mm. I, I'm okay with the way I look and I'm accepting. I think women have to just accept their body for what it is. Right. And, you know, if you're unhappy with your body, then stop complaining about it and just take action and change. But accept your body through the process. Like, love your body for what it does for you while you're working on maybe how you want it to be in the future. But yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of body shame with women, especially, especially oh, I, after having a no baby. Question. But women are fucking amazing. Like, what we can do, what we can grow. It's just, I mean, after having a baby, my eyes have just, I feel woke. Well, I, I feel it put woke. you in a new light for me, too. I mean, it was just amazing. I think we talked about that in our very first episode when we were talking about simple living. I mean, just what you did and what you went through. I mean, men, we're, we're shit when it comes to women, you know, compared to women. Like, that. just watching them, shit. her go through that. I can tell you, no guy would ever go through that. That that looked horrible. I mean, <laughs> it, not I mean not in a bad. I mean, it was an amazing experience. It was just one of the most joyous experiences in my life. But what you went through was just amazing. But we're getting off topic here. So, well, all in all, when you are going through your wardrobe, I think it's important to have a mindset that you are sexy now, you are confident now, and you have to have that mindset. It helps you pick out clothes that make you feel that way and you can't be shaming yourself and your body because that's what's going to make you hold on to the past or you know just struggle with making decisions so you just have to have that mindset that gratitude for your body that your body is fantastic and powerful and it does so many things for you and just pick things for your present body now that are going to make it feel as sexy and powerful as it is presently so i want to try to paint a picture for our audience what does a simplified wardrobe look like for you? For me? Yeah. And I know this isn't a question we prep. No. This is something I just thought of. So okay. I, I wanted to, to kind of throw that out there because I, I think I can explain it for at least from a guy's perspective. Like for me, the simplified wardrobe is I have three pairs of jeans. I have a blue pair, a black pair, and a gray pair. And then I have three pairs of shorts, maybe four. Blue, khaki, um, I think I have a gray one. So, you know, I have very simplified shorts. And then shirts, I have 
for the summertime, I love V-necks. You know, that's my thing. I have sexy, 10, yeah. which will get me through two weeks. And then I have five t-shirts that I can wash each week that I'll wear under a dress shirt. But then I have seven dress Like, I can tell you exactly what I have. Like, it's very simple. And I try to pick neutral colors so that I'm able to mix and match. So it's, it's very easy for me. It's crazy how similar my wardrobe it's, is now to yours. <laughs> that's why you're funny. laughing. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, wasn't. it's just... I'm gonna wear the same shit. Like I <laughs> know what I like. But you look good. I don't too. need to have excess shit for me to wear. Like, and this is just the way I feel. Not, I'm, and no, I know not I'm everybody feels like that. Some people now, feel like clothes are an extension of of their personality. And you know, I'm we're, we're talking for, to people who are looking to simplify their wardrobe. And I'm not saying everyone has to do that, but you know, for those people who are looking to simplify it. For, I, from a man's standpoint, that's what a simple wardrobe looks like to me. And I feel like you can still appreciate fashion and be a fashionista. Absolutely. You, with still having less. And that's kind of what I've learned is I've kind of realized, like, what do I wear in two weeks? Like, what color palette do I wear? And we'll talk about one of the resources that kind of helped me decide mm-hmm. what my style was. But I realized that I was wearing the same colors all the time. I was wearing blacks, grays, dark greens, because that's what I felt like I looked good in which helped me get rid of all of the other colors that were in my closet that I thought I needed. Like I used to have pink and oranges and I would realize like I would never wear those things that often. And it's mostly because like I liked the color, but I didn't like it on me. But when you see it on a rack, it looks super cute. Like, oh my God, that bright orange is awesome. I'm going to get that. But I noticed like my pattern of picking out clothes, I would rarely pick out those clothing that were really bright colors. I was drawn to neutrals, very similar to you. Yeah. So that kind of helped direct me into my wardrobe being mostly neutrals. I have maybe four black pants. I have four jeans, a pair of overalls. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm get the fact that I can tell you how many pairs of jeans I have. I would never be able to tell you that before because I think I had like 20 pairs of jeans (laughs) and it was insane when you actually get everything out and you count it. It's like, why? I would wear the same jeans over and over again because they fit me perfectly in all the right places. There were so many pants I kept because I was like, oh, these are super skinny. Even though they're really big at the top at the waist, I'm going to keep them because they're super skinny at the legs. So part of me was like, this is bullshit. Like, if they don't fit me perfectly in all the right areas, I'm going to let you go. Got to go. Like, I have so much more confidence in making decisions in my clothing now because if they don't fit me just the way I want them to, bye. Yeah. So, yeah, my simplified wardrobe is a lot of neutrals. I love cardigans and I think I have maybe four cardigans and I used to have like 10 to 15 cardigans of like all different colors, but I realized I don't wear short cardigans anymore. I had them. I held on to them. There was a season of life where I wore them all the time when I first started teaching Mm -hmm. because I was, I, I felt like I really wanted to try to impress everyone when I first started teaching. So I would really dress to the nines, but I realized teaching little kids it was just uncomfortable. It was restricting. So now I have cotton. I have spandex mixtures. I have fabrics that make that are breathable. All my pants have elastic, uh, I mean spandex in them, so I can bend and squat and jump and move with the kids. So I had to realize what my life looked like now and what I was drawn to, the, the colors I would wear every day. So I, I think I have maybe like three button downs of like flannel shirts, which I wear all the time. And I realized that I'm proud to own the like less clothing because I'm like you, I, I wear them to death. And yeah. I feel like they're being used and cared for, whereas there were so many things that just sat there and they were sad and lonely because I never would wear them. So yeah. now I, I kindly let them go and have a good home. Absolutely. And I will say that I still feel like I can jazz up my wardrobe with accessories. So I don't have to have all the clothes to to make myself feel unique or special. I can jazz it up with earrings or I can jazz it up with a hat or with a scarf or a headband. Like now or I with found a baby. With a, a baby is the best Lucille's accessory. The her, best wardrobe, accessory. her wardrobe like surpasses Barb's yes. both, but she takes the attention <laughs> off of us. <laughs> I found new ways to like jazz up my style without using clothing and it's been fantastic. I don't have trouble picking out outfits in the morning, which is great because it takes a lot of time just to pick out an outfit for Lucille. I'm like, I don't want to have all these decision-making things I have to like worry about for me. Like, Let me worry about them for Lucille for now just because she has so many cute clothes. It's yeah. just eventually we'll simplify her wardrobe, but it's not right yeah. now. It's just embrace all the cute baby clothes. But I love having 
less time of me thinking about what to to put on in the morning. Well, like you know, for me, the only decision I have to make in the morning is do I have a meeting with a client, <laughs> and if I do, then yes, it's a uh, you know nice dress shirt, a blazer, and slacks. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I could wear a sweater over a collared shirt, you know, and, and kind of go more the business casual but if i have a meeting with a client then i know exactly what i'm getting into in the morning so it's very easy for me to make decisions and when you have a simplified wardrobe it's also easy to know what you you know if you are conscious about what you're wearing you know how many times you're wearing it it's easier to keep track of that too that's true yeah but really nobody notices no no again like i said nobody is paying attention people i wear the same outfits like once a week and i'm not gonna lie because fridays are casual fridays at work and I, my favorite pair of jeans are my high-waisted jeans, and I wear them every I Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I love them too. The high-waisted jeans are the best, and I didn't appreciate them until after having a baby. But anyway, somebody complimented me on them, and I wore them like for three weeks in a row. And you know, I felt like, oh, they, you know, they might notice that I've worn the same outfit all the time, but they don't notice, and they, I get compliments them compliments on them all the time. And it'll just be with like a neutral shirt, like a gray long sleeve or a black long sleeve. And I feel like if you have the self-confidence in yourself, your clothes are going to. Mm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's yeah. all about working the clothes. You know what I'm saying? Work your it, swagger, girl. Yeah. <laughs> your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my wardrobe is, that's, it's very similar to yours now. Yeah. Like no decision fatigue in the morning. I put on a pair of black pants every day for work, except for Fridays. And all I have to do is pick out a shirt, and that's it. So easy. Boom. I love it. Simple. Yes. It is so simple. <laughs> We're simplifying that chaos, boys and girls. <laughs> what are they, kids now? Yeah. <laughs> Class. So is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we dive into the benefits? Was there anything that we missed as far as um, the steps we took or overcoming oh, struggles or yes. anything like that? Um, so one thing that did help me um, subtract more things out of my wardrobe because I still felt that I had too much and it was just really hard to let go. I did this challenge that was called the mm, 10 by 10 challenge. Yeah, I remember that. And it is um, on my Instagram, the clean and simple life. I do have an Insta story saved through that experience. And what the challenge is, you pick 10 articles of clothing and you wear them for 10 days. And it doesn't include shoes and it doesn't include accessories and it doesn't include workout clothes. And it really helps you learn to be creative with less and kind of open your eyes to that I don't need a lot of clothes to feel good and to like mix up my outfits. Um, I also, after doing that experience, I just felt I had more of a sense of gratitude for what I had. Like it just made me appreciate those clothes even more because I didn't have as much. And then when you have less clothes, it makes you take care of them even I agree. Even better than you did before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, having that 10 by 10 challenge was a really great way to help me even get rid of more things that were just kind of there because I was I didn't want to let go to them. It was clothing from the past that I was like, oh, I used to look so cute in this tank top, but honestly, I really didn't wear it that much and it wasn't it wasn't for my new season of life. It wasn't for my future self. It was for my past self. So that 10 by 10 challenge was a really fun challenge. I totally recommend you guys doing that. It's fun to do seasonally, like yeah. for summer, spring, fall, and winter. And if you need a little nudge to help you simplify your wardrobe more, it was a great experience. And it sparks creativity and gives you a, a new sense of gratitude for what you have. So I totally recommend doing that. Can I just say something? No, you can never say anything. I'm proud of you. Oh, you are? Yeah. Why? Just because you thats you did a lot. You had a humongous wardrobe, <laughs> and you were able to simplify it. And Thanks, babe. You found gratitude in, you know, in what you have now. So And I, I... It's really cool. It's one of those I've things... I've seen you change. I knew I had a problem, and I saw... I don't want to say I, it's a problem. It, it was a problem for me, and not a huge problem, but I, I couldn't handle it alone. First world problem. So I had to seek out help. So I think if you do realize you have a problem, seek out help, like listen to podcasts, find books or resources to help you in the process because you're not alone. There's other people who feel the same way. And that's what we did. We sought out resources, well, at least mostly me because mm-hmm. your wardrobe was pretty But I, 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 I get that, uh, that secondhand resource from you because you like to communicate what you read or what you listen to. I you do. know, you always talk to me like, 
guess what I read? Or I feel guess like a what kid I listened to? I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, look what I learned. <laughs> so you guys want some resources? You're going to have to wait until after we go through the benefits here. <laughs> so you have to listen to the end of the podcast. So I think since we've been able to simplify our wardrobes, you know, we have a lot of benefits. I think we have a ton of benefits we can share with this one. I'm going to let you start since so, I had a laundry list of benefits in the last podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first one is, and it was important for us when we moved in together and now that we share, you know, a room mm-hmm. was, you know, we have a tidier closet and we have more space. We don't struggle to find room in our closet for each other's clothes. No. You have half, I have half, and we don't fight over any space or anything nope. like that. We have our own dressers and mine's not even full anymore since we've narrowed down our clothes. And I think yours is still somewhat full, but you know everything that you have at I this point. I don't have point. any clothes in storage anymore right. for the different seasons. No, all my not. clothes all are in, our room. in the closet and the one dresser and it's never it's never been like that right. my whole entire life. <laughs> and so we've we did have clothes throughout in other closets in the mm-hmm. house, but now it's all in our room. Like there's nothing that we have to go looking throughout the house for. We know if it's a pair of clothing, it's in our room. And we, we just have to find it. And we know and it's if, easy to find. Yeah. If we bring in more clothing, our mindset, at least my mindset, has completely changed. It's I don't have to buy more furniture or find more space to mm-hmm. store. It's like, let me subtract yes. to fit it in what we have. Absolutely. The next benefit I want to say is saving money. Yes. And for me, it's been easy. Like I said, I go shopping maybe once or twice a year, yeah, you know, and, and pick out what I need. But for you, I know oh you God. used to go to Marshall's or you used to walk around in Target and always come home with something or even something for me. Yes. So Marshall's and Target were my jam and I would always come back. Like I had a spandex problem. <laughs> like I still, I'm still in progress and getting rid of more spandex because I'm still holding on to the past of my old workout attire, but I really don't need it. But I would go to, I would go shopping because I was bored. Yeah. You would go grab your Starbucks coffee, right? money, and, and then buy a pair of clothing. And I would money. Un- subconsciously do this every time like I had empty, if I thought like, hey, I'm kind of bored or I have nothing to do, I'm going to go to the mall. And I had a problem. I was filling my empty space in my life um, with mindless consumerism. And it was draining my bank account. It was filling up my closets, my stress, and it's not worth it. And after getting rid of all these clothes, I mean, I don't know how much money I was like giving away to people to like have, you know, I mean, I spent a lot of money on clothes at Marshall's. It's a good deal, but when you buy a lot of clothes at a good deal, it adds up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so That's I, how they get you is a good deal. It's always a good deal. Because then you find one thing you like, but you have to get three things in order to get the deal and And so then you have to buy two things you don't like so and that or maybe somewhat like or doesn't fit but you have to do it because it's such a great deal i had this so i feel like before like realizing that i had too much that i was unconsciously going to marshall's every time i was bored so that was a problem Mm -hmm. and the other problem was that i was trained growing up that if you find something you like you need to buy more so like if you find a shirt that fits perfectly hey, you should probably buy more of that shirt in different colors since right. you love it so much. But I like I I don't. Like I have one pair of high-waisted jeans. I don't need to buy more. Like no. jeans are very durable and especially if you buy a good brand and I wear these things like there's no tomorrow and they're still in great condition. Like I don't need to buy, just because I love this pair, I don't need to buy multiple of the same kind. Right. So that line of thinking has com- my mindset on how I shop and when I should buy is completely changed. Don't get sucked in, people. And it's really difficult. It's again, you have to have blinders because there's always advertisements, good deals. But I first had to look at my habits and my habits of shopping were bad. And what what triggered that was when I was bored. So instead of going shopping when I was bored, now it's, you know, we go for walks or you we go on hikes. embrace the boredom. I embrace the boredom because that is when it sparks creativity and conversation and mm-hmm reading and podcasts and i found so much more meaning in my life unfilling the space if that makes sense that makes perfect sense and totally get it but it took it took me to like look outside myself to realize that i had a problem and why you know right and so that's one major benefit now i'm not going shopping when i'm bored i'm doing other great things and it's free yeah taking a walk outside of nature is absolutely free and it's good for you (laughs) yes movement is awesome 
Um, so another thing, you know, we, we talked about, you know, less stress when deciding what outfit to wear. Mm-hmm. It's easier to combine, especially when you have neutrals. You don't have to overthink it. And I mix it up with some accessories. Yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah. And that's where you get some creativity with the accessories. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps you give zero fucks about what other people think. So true. I mean, I just don't. Again, we, we've talked about it earlier in the podcast. I don't care what people think. It took us when I, a while to get there, at least yeah, for me, I can say. Yeah. I'm going to go out in what I'm comfortable in, in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. We really are, are taking advantage of the explicit oh. nature of this podcast. But you're right. Like, I I have a new sense of confidence after <laughs> having Lucille. And I kind of wish I would have gotten it before Lucille. But I have it now. And I'm going to awesome. appreciate it. I'm going to own it. it. And I'm just like... I feel good. And if you don't like it, sorry. I'm not going to let you rain on my parade. But yeah, you're right. Confidence. And I will say gratitude. Yes. I have way more gratitude than I ever did before. And that's what helps me consume less clothing and really think about when I buy clothing. That's awesome. I appreciate everything I have. And yeah, we're just extremely grateful. And you have to have that that sense of gratitude if you want to change your life and consume less and appreciate what you have. And I think there was one more thing that I, I didn't mention that I want to mention in the benefits. Okay. And that's laundry. Oh. Laundry is so easy now. I didn't now. think about that. It's really easy. And like I said, I'm able to do it every two weeks because I'm not wearing very, very many outfits. One of the things I, I forgot to mention earlier is that when I get home, I change into a pair of like, you know. Comfy cozies. Comfy cozies. And, comfy cozies. And I use them every <laughs> night. Like, you know, I'll, I'll wear them maybe five days and then those go in the laundry. So I'm not constantly finding new clothes and then filling up my hamper with you know just a ton of clothes that i have to wash mm-hmm. at the two-week cycle so it's not overbearing to wash my clothes and we are doing the marie Kondo thing now where we're oh, you know we folding fold. yeah. the, folding our clothes so yeah it, it takes a little bit more time to fold them but we have less stuff to fold <laughs> we have less stuff to fold and our drawers are neat we know where to find everything it's just so much easier it, it, it's less stressful in our life it's easy and I enjoy it. Like I've always enjoyed folding clothes. That's because you worked in retail. I did. And You're I such a perfectionist. Like perfection. Yeah, I, and that's the other thing. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to that stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, laundry is easy. So, and we are the type of I don't know if everyone is like this, but we can wear a pair of sweatpants for five days and not have to wash it. Like unless know. there's a big stain on it yeah. somewhere, I'm just gonna keep wearing. Yeah, this unless Leo. Lucille decides to. Blow her cookies exactly. all over. Yeah, it's fine. But even fine. then, it's like, I'll, well, I'll, I'll I only have one that. pair of sweatpants too. Yeah. And I used to have so many. Like, I kept ones from high school, and I was like, oh, I need to have all these when I want to wear them. But really, I only wear sweatpants when I'm in the mm-hmm. house. And yeah, I can wear the same sweatpants for five days in a row, and then I'll wash it. Yeah. And then if they did get a stain on it, and I can't wear it, then guess what? I'll probably get a pair of spandex. I don't have to have another pair of sweatpants. Right. It's like, we think we need it, but we don't. We're going to survive without it. Exactly. So. Oh, can I add one more thing? You may. I don't know if you're going to add do another. It. Okay. No, no. I was going to um, move on to resources, but so let's another, go ahead. Another benefit. Keep it coming. <laughs> simplifying my wardrobe helped me kind of discover my realistic style versus my dream style. I think Ooh. as a lady, we all have this vision of like, you know, we see photos of people and what they wear and it's like, oh, like I totally want to look like that girl and I want to do that. But we, I just had to like. You're your own person. You're not that person. It's I had to realize that, you know, that is like my dream style, but it's not realistic for my life. Right. So once I realized that that's never going to happen, it looks cute on that person. Let me find ways to make myself feel cute and confident in the way my life is. It's completely changed the way I shop too. You know, just because it's a fad and it looks good on the hanger, it may not be, you know, appropriate for my life right now. And it's I will completely say, changed. I will say something. When you're confident in what it is that you're wearing, you look good. Like, no matter what. It, it, and I think it's all it's about how confidence. how you wear it, not it's what how you're wearing. You, exactly. Right? Exactly. So, mm, yeah. That was good there. I, it just came up to my head. <laughs> we're sparking good ideas. Even We prepare for these podcasts, but now we're talking and it's just like, yeah. It's not what you wear. It's how it's you how wear you it. It's how you wear it. Damn, that was good. That's a good quote. Yeah. I don't know if that's already out there, but we feel like we made it up. <laughs> that shit's going in some promo. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and get into some of the resources we use. And I, you know, I want to jump in and we've probably said this resource through a couple podcasts now, but I, I can't stop talking about it because 
it is life-changing, and that is the life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. True. It's been life-changing, not only within our wardrobe, but in many other aspects of our lives, but it got us to the finish line. And I'll keep saying that about her book. It got us to the finish line in our quest to simplify many things in our household. Yes, at the very so end, yes. So I cannot recommend that book enough. And I know everyone's like, oh, it's the Marie Kondo fad. It works. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it works. So the next resource, Jilly, I believe you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I have two. Um, one is a girl I follow on Instagram. She just has, she doesn't have a blog or anything, but she has simple tips for just buying with more intention, which I think we have a lot of tips on how to simplify your wardrobe and get rid of things, mm-hmm. but she has some great ideas just on buying that I never thought of, so her perspective is really cool. And her Instagram handle is Slow Getter, and we will put her Instagram handle in the notes. But one of her shopping tips is just to plan ahead, like really far ahead. And I never thought about this, but she's saying that when you buy new, buy for the next season, like four to five, six months in advance. And the reason for her doing that, or for us to do that, is when you think about your future self, you're less likely to buy impulsively, which is so true. You can consider your lifestyle and your needs more rationally without the added pressure of time. And I thought that was so wise. And you actually save money too. When you buy for the next season, you know, you can buy things on sale. Like let's say it's summer season, you know, and it's getting to become fall. You can purchase items because that season's, you know, either coming or going and you can get things more on sale. So you can get it at a better deal too. Um, But I just liked how thinking of your future self because it helps you stick to more realistic things that you're going to wear, like um, your style, your casual life, the fabrics, the colors, versus what's hip and cool right now. Um, so I just thought that was interesting perspective and shopping for your future self and far and in I advance. like that too. And, and yeah, when, when things are a discount, like 60% off mm-hmm. on a single item, great. Go ahead and go for it. But mm-hmm. when you stay away from those two furs, three furs, four furs. Yeah, and it does help you like stop buying for the fad that's right now, you know, right. because you don't know what the fad or the style is going to be. So it helps you stick to classics and things that you know you're going to be comfortable and confident in. And You are classy. Uh, <laughs> I feel classy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I am, but, you know, as long as I feel good, yeah. I, I don't care. Um, Money. So that is my one resource. So if you don't follow oh. her, Slow Getter, real realistic advice. Um, is it at Slow Getter? At Slow Getter. Cool. Correct. Um, my last resource is a book that I purchased. It's called The Curated Closet by Anuska Reese, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. It's a very meaty book. I have dog-eared a lot of pages and highlighted things. I will say I haven't read all of it, but she has great tips that kind of helped me streamline my style and really find and identify what my style is. And some of the things that I did um, that she recommended was just, you know, on Pinterest, you know, pin some styles that you like. Right. So after you're pinning all these styles you like, you can kind of look at the, like, what is the the pattern in all of those? Like, what are some similarities that you notice that all of these styles have? And I noticed the color palette. All the clothes that I pinned on Pinterest, they had greens, they had neutrals, they had blacks and grays. And I was slowly realizing, like, I, I'm realizing that I don't like a lot of bright colors. Right. And that kind of helped me easily get rid of those bright colors that I had in my closet that I thought one day I was going to wear and just get rid of them. And it also helped me realize the shape of clothes that I would buy. Like now I'm into a fitted stage where I like my clothes to fit snugly, whereas before it would be baggy or tunic style. So um, yeah, some of the tips she gives are great actionable things that you can do to help you find your style, which I love. That's awesome. Because everyone's got their own unique style. Even if you think you don't, you have one. Yeah. And it's in there. You just have to discover it. And yeah, it was a great resource for that. That's awesome. No, that's a, that's a great resource too. And I learned a lot through secondhand because Jill likes to tell me what's going on in these books. So I yeah, do. I think it's a great resource too. So with that, let's go ahead and shift gears and get into that quote of the day. Yay. Yes. And our quote of the day today is by Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, man. Or Anthony Robbins. The man. The man. His quote is, knowing is not enough. You must take action. And the reason I like this and how it applies to this episode 
and to simplifying your wardrobe and all of the above is that, you know, you might know you have a problem and you might, you might know that you have a problem shopping or that you have too much stuff or you just, you just own too much crap. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you might know this, but it's not enough that you know it. You can talk about it. Oh, I have a problem. Oh, you know, my closet's so filled with stuff. I don't know what to do with it. But that problem isn't going to go away unless we act. So knowing you isn't enough. You have to take action. So if you want to change your life and you want it to be filled with more meaning and less stuff, just knowing it's not enough, guys. So just stop talking yeah. about it and just start doing it. Like one small change, that's all it takes. Absolutely. And that's and what, our, you know, what we did. That's what we did with our closet. That's what we did with this podcast. I mean, you can think it out and, you know, try to be a perfectionist from the very beginning, but it's not going to happen. Quit wasting you time just thinking have, about just it. Just yeah. don't think about it and just take action. And that's with anything in life. You can always, you, you learn from your mistakes, you do better the next time. And that's what we do with this podcast. That's what we do with basically everything that we do in life here is we, we try to learn from it, but it's not gonna be you're perfect, not going to learn okay. if you don't take action and you're not going to grow if you don't take action. And stop delaying, stop putting it aside for another day. Just start now because motivation isn't going to find you. It's not going to just pop up out of nowhere. You have to make motivation. So just do it, guys. So Nike. <laughs> Not Nike. Sorry. I know. But yeah, we're, I'm just so I'm big just on action. Ourselves. I'm just so big. <laughs> <Just> co- <laughs> oh, I yeah, love you. I love you too. <laughs> Anyways, that's our episode, I think. Can we hang it up? Oh, oh is that is that a closet? good pun? Yeah, yeah I get it. Let's hang right. it up. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys rock. Thank you for listening and this is your first time listening thanks for hanging out with us absolutely and And if you like what you hear share with your friends subscribe hit that notification button the next time we uh, have an episode come out you'll be alerted (laughs) and again grateful for everyone thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week see you later guys we want to thank everybody for listening today please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live If you liked today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you.